Amen. Oh, I thought you can do better for God. Amen. If that hand clap was for me, then that was good. But if it was for God, that is not good enough. You didn't hear me. If the hand clap was for me, then that is okay. But if it's for God, then it's not good enough. Are you here with me this morning? Please, would you stand on your feet with me for the next few minutes? Amen. Just lift up your hands with me for a second. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come before you to hear your word. Your word says that your word does not return to you void, but it accomplished the purpose for which you sent it. It is my prayer this morning, the Father, that your word will accomplish the purpose for which you are sending it to us, O God. That your kingdom will come and your will will be done in the name of Jesus. Not our will, but your will, O God. So, Father, we pray that empty us, O God, so that your will will have its way in the name of Jesus. I'm only a vessel. Father, use me as you please in the name of Jesus. Let the people say a big amen. 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 You can humbly take your seat. Humbly take your seat. If you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of Hebrews chapter number 10, verse 36. Hebrews chapter number 10, verse 36. Hebrews chapter number 10, verse 36. If you are there, we say a big amen. Amen. And I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, for you have need of endurance. Tell somebody you have need of endurance. So that when you have done the will of God. Oh, you, I want you to say that to me, please. Uh, uh, I like to communicate and I like people to talk to me back. Are we here? Can we do this together? Yeah. Say, for, we, for you have need of endurance. So that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. You, I want to talk to you about something I've titled, Obtaining His Promise of the Will. Obtaining His Promise of the Will. Not obtaining the promise, but His promise. Because a lot of people can promise us. Uh, I believe that I have promised so big that I have not been able to accomplish but when God promises you, it comes to pass. So we are getting to a place where we obtain his promise of the will. I know my wife, if my wife is here, she's probably somewhere in the center. I've said so many things that I said I was going to do. And I'm pretty sure that I haven't done half of it. And sometimes she asks me, say, hey, babe. I said, yes. You said you're going to do this. I said, take your time. I will do it. But when God promises you, no matter what it does, no matter how long it takes, it will come to pass. So obtaining the promise to the but but before you can get to the promise, there is a will that needs to be fulfilled. If you don't fulfill that will, then there is no promise for you. But when you read the text, it said that you may receive what was promised, past tense. It's not what is promised. What was promised. So the promise has already been done. The moment you walk into the house of God and you give your life to God, the promise was already there for you. It's not something that God is not going to do. He's already promised you. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you. That is a promise. So no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. That is a promise. The promise is already there. But it's up to you to walk in that will to receive the promise. Am I communicating with somebody? So what is his will? What is his will? Knowing God's will is key to prayer. If you don't know the, God, the will of God, your prayer is ineffective. Am I communicating to somebody this morning? Not until you know the will of God, your prayer will hit and miss. The will of God is the key to spiritual growth and fruitfulness. 
You want to succeed in life? You want to be fruitful? God said that I've called you to multiply and be fruitful. Not until you know the will of God for your life. Not until you're walking in the will of God, you will not be fruitful. Am I communicating to somebody here? So the true measure of a man's success is not how much money he has in his bank account. If you want to know somebody that is very successful, look at the person that is working in the will of God. Am I communicating? A person that is working in the will of God is a true character. It's a true identity of a successful man. I don't care how much money you have. You can have millions of dollars. Haven't you seen million, uh, rich people, billionaires committing suicide? Haven't you heard that story that, that when, when the economy came down, there were millionaires that committed suicide? The true success of a man is knowing and working in the will of God. So how do you know this will of God? How? Tell somebody, ask somebody, how do you know the will of God? How do you know what is God's will for my life? So not until you walk with somebody, there's no way you know the desires of the person's heart. Am I communicating? Not until you walk with a person, you will never know the desires of the person. So to receive the will of God, you need to walk with God. Not until you are communicating with God, not until you live with God, you will never know what the person wants. For those that are married, to know what your wife wants, you only knew because you were living with them. Am I right or wrong? Not until you live with the person, you really don't know exactly what the person really desires. You think you know, but you don't know until you live with the person. Not until you live with God, not until you walk with God, not until you stay in him, not until you abide in him, you will never know his will. I came to tell somebody this morning, it's time for us as children of God to begin to walk with God, to live in God, to abide in God, if you want to know his will for our life. We said his will be done on earth. If his will will be done on earth, then you have to live in him. Am I communicating? Romans chapter number 12. Romans chapter number 12. Let's read Romans chapter number 12, verses 1 to 2. Romans 12. Romans 12. Are we there? Romans 12. Are we there? So, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. You want to know the will of God for your life? Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship. Now, watch this. Do not be conformed to this age, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Not until you transform, not until you are transformed by the renewing of your mind, you will never know the will of God. I am not saying, the scripture is saying, so do not conform. I'm pretty sure the reason why the church is not making an impact is because the church has conformed to the world. We have embraced a whole lot of things. And now in the church, they do a lot of things in the church that sometimes I wonder, I said, is this church or this is the club? The will of God is for every one of us to be saved. That is what God said. But not until the church begins to have a renewal and a transformed mind, that is not going to happen. All this political thing, all this politics that we are playing in church will not bring the will of God in the house. I wonder why people come into the church now with sickness and live with sickness. It's because the church has conformed to the world. 
Am I communicating with somebody this morning? Bible says, do not conform, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. As your mind is renewed, as your mind is renewed, as your mind is transformed, God will begin to release his will to you. Do I have people that are willing to renew their mind this morning? Are you here with me, somebody? But isn't it amazing that many of us know the will of God, but yet still nothing is happening? If I ask you, do you know the will of God? You can quote me scriptures and say, Bible says that his will is that all of us will be saved. His will is that this will happen. His will is that this will happen. But why is it not being effective? Let me tell you something. It's a difference between knowing and doing. Am I communicating with somebody? There's a difference between knowing and doing. Tell somebody there's a difference between knowing and then there's a difference between doing. The promise of God is not in the knowing. It is in the doing. Not until you do what God has told you to do, the promise that you're looking for will not come. Go with me to John chapter number 9 verse 31. I want to show you something so you don't, you don't think I'm making this up. John chapter number 9 verse 31. John 9 31. Are we there? John 9 31. Let me read it from here. Now, we know that God does not hear sinners. Listen. Now, we know that God does not hear who? Oh, you, you had to say it with me. Now, we know that God does not hear who? But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. The reason why you think that God has forsaken you is because you are not doing his will. It's because you are not working in his will. Because what? He does not hear. He does not listen to sinners. You think that sinners, some of us, we, we get jealous when we see people succeed, people in the world succeed. But God said, I don't hear them when they cry unto me. I only hear people that fear me and do my will. The blessing is not in the knowing. The promise is not in the knowing of the will. The promise is in the doing of the will. So Jesus said, if anyone does my will, then he becomes my brother, he becomes my father, he becomes my sister. To know the will of God and to, and to act and to pretend that you know the will of God doesn't do anything for anybody. And look, if you, if, if you think I'm lying, look around the churches. Every church, I'm pretty sure, knows the will of God. The reason why we are not making impact in the community we live in is because we are not doing the will of God. So what is the will of God? We can get theological, but I want to make it simple. The will of God is just to love, to serve, to reach out to somebody, to imitate Christ, to be like him, to walk like him, to speak like him. That is what the will of God is simple is. Forget about all those things that you've been reading about theology, the, 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 what decree will and, and dispositional will. It is simple. It's to know him, to walk in him, to live in him, to serve, to love. See, the church, we talk about love, but we are the people that love least. Let something happen to somebody. Guess what will happen? It is the church that will judge instead of showing compassion. You remember the story of the prodigal son? When he came home, his brother that was living under the presence of the father was the one that criticized him. And this your son. He didn't even call him my brother. He said, and this your son. That's what the church would do. When somebody does something, instead of us to show compassion and show them love, we begin to criticize them. But the will of God is for you and I to love, 
to love, to love. That is the will of God. Learn to love. Even if the people don't love you back, love them. Because the Bible says, what, is, what, shall you, what shall you gain if you love the people that love you? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Not because we loved him, but we were sinners. But he loved us anyway. And if you want to walk in that will of God, then you have to show love. You have to be willing to serve. Children of God don't like to serve. When there's, a, when there's an opportunity in the church, everybody's pointing at someone, you go and do it, you go and do it, you go and do it. Do it. But if you want to walk in the will of God, if you want to receive the promise that comes in the will of God, then you need to be willing to serve. The greatest in the kingdom is the server. Am I communicating with somebody this morning? Learn to serve. Learn to love. That is the will of God. Not until you love, nothing will happen. Not until you love, nothing will change. Are you here with me? But to walk in this will is not easy. Can I say this again? To walk in this will is not easy. If any pastor tells you that walking in the will of God is as easy as it is, I'm telling you, and I'm, I hate to bust your bubble, it's not easy. It is not easy. Jesus said this. That in me, you will have peace. But in this world, you will have trouble. Paul looked at the situation in his life. said, least I shall be exalted above measure. There was given to me a thorn in my flesh. A messenger of Satan to buffet me. Listen, if you're going to walk in the will of God, there's going to be a Satan in the bu- that will be buffeting you all along. It is not easy. It is not easy. But you can make it easy. Second Timothy says that, yes, and indeed, all who desires to live godly in Jesus will suffer persecution. All, not some. All, not some. If Jesus has to die for the will of God to, to, to be manifested, what makes you think that you will not have to go through something? And so that's why the text in, in, in Hebrew says that endurance is what you need. To be able to walk in the will of God, you need endurance. Can I speak to somebody on this? The word endurance comes from the Hebrew word hupomeno. Let me, let me spell it out for you. H-U-P-O-M-O-N-E. Hupomeno. Sorry. Hupomeno. The word hupo means under. Tell somebody under. The word hupo means under. The word meno means to stay, to abide, to remain. To walk in the will of God, you must abide under. He said endurance is what you need to do the will of God. And then you receive the promise. To, to walk in the will of God, you must remain under. But not under anything. Under the power and authority and guidance and love of God. Remain under. Christians don't like to submit. We think we have arrived. Just because of small prophecy that you can profess that you think you are all that. Just because of small singing that you can sing, you think you have arrived. But not on, if you want to see the hand of God move, remain under. Remain under. 
Just because you are older than the person that is leading you, does not mean that you have to look down on the person. Remain under. You can be older than your pastor, but God has endowed him with a blessing to lead. Remain under. Am I communicating? Hupo, many. Remain under. Endure it. Bible says that for the joy of the cross, he endured. He remained under. When you remain under the will of God, when you remain under the power and authority of God, there is a joy that God releases. Bible says the day that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. Not until, see, many Christians don't like and this they were talking about discomfort. When discomfort comes, we all want to run away. But don't find an escape route in the tribulations. Because when you're going through the trials, God is over there. He's watching you. So David said that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me. Let me tell you this thing. If you're not walking in the will of God, forget it. You're on your own. See, there are some promises that we, we say it and we say it, we say it like we think. Listen, if you're not living for God, eh, but no weapon that is formed against you, if they throw it, it will form and it will hit you. If you're not under the will of God, if they throw it, it will hit you. So remain under. Learn to submit. Learn to submit. Tell somebody, learn to submit. Learn to submit. Remain under the discipline of God. For the promise to come, for the promise to happen, tell somebody remain under. Remain under. Let me tell you something. When you live and you endure, Bible says that then you receive the promise. That, that was promised. It's not now. See, the promise has nothing to do with you trying to pretend to be a Christian. The promise is already there. You just have to walk in the work that has been ordained by God, and you will see the promise. Let me show you something in the book of Psalm chapter number 84, verses 11, and I'm going to end. Psalm chapter number 84. Are you here with me? Psalm 84, verses 11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. Oh, you didn't say amen. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold for those who walk uprightly. No good thing would he withhold. If you walk under the will of God, no good will will he withhold from you. If you stay in him, no good thing will he withhold from you. Am I communicating? Why? Because if anybody does my will, he is my brother, he is my sister, he is my son. Do you think God will leave his family? God will take care of his family. Just as you and I, when our family are in trouble, we take care of them the same way. If we are the family of God, because we do his thing and we walk in him, says, no good thing will I withhold from you. And he says that I will give you honor, I will give you grace, I will give you glory. I pray in the name of Jesus. Because of today and because you are willing to walk in the will of God and abide in the will of God and endure all the persecutions that will come. May God honor somebody this morning. May God give glory to somebody this morning. May God bestow joy unto somebody this morning. Uh, Because you are walking under the will of God, may he not withhold any good thing from you. Good life, success, good health, joy, peace in the name of Jesus. Please stand to your feet.